Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike, navigating topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's Prayer and Meditation. Philip with you today, and I just want to give you a few announcements. First off, next week is the very last episode of Season 4 of Narrow Way to Broadway. I cannot believe it, but we've got an episode coming to you from Emma, so check that out. Then we're going to be taking a little bit of a break to kind of build up episodes, build up content for Season number 5. That'll be coming very soon. Yes, Season 5 is coming. Um... And also, we're going to be celebrating our second birthday in about a month. So be looking out for ways that you can celebrate with us and be sure to be following us on Instagram at NWayBWay. That is the primary place where we are getting out information about what's happening within this community. So be sure to be checking all that out. We've got some really, really exciting things. And I know people say that literally all the time that there's like big things coming. There are actually big things coming and Big things take time, but there are some really, really cool stuff in the works, so stay tuned. Anyway, let's jump into today's prayer and meditation. So over the past week, I've been thinking about this phrase that I see all over social media pretty often, and it's it says, be the person you needed when you were younger. You know, it's pretty convicting if you dwell on it for a while. I'll repeat it one time. Be the person you needed when you were younger. I think as a 25-year-old guy, I often think that I'm still the younger in that saying, but that's really not the case. Um, Here's just a little look at my life at the moment. I am currently leading a group of 10th grade boys at my church, and in the absolute kindest way I can say this, they are absolutely insane. They are like monster goblins, and I, I... and baffled by them. Like most weeks, I feel like I could not be more out of touch. But you know what continues to happen week after week? They keep showing up. And I have no idea why they do. But they do, especially if my co-leader and I are both going to be there. They're there. As I've been riding this train of thought, I started to think, okay, who were those people to me as a kid? Who were those people that were pouring into me? Who were those people that were showing up for me um, as I was growing? And I can think of so many people that poured into me. They were people from my church. They were teachers at school. They were vocal coaches. They were leaders in my Boy Scout troop. They were my parents. But there is one big gap that I see. I didn't have any young men walking just a little ways ahead of me in life, pointing me towards Jesus and encouraging me in the passions that God had put inside of me. I'm not saying this to throw a pretty party. Like when I say I had great support and guidance, I mean it. And I and I am so grateful for it. But again, when I think of that phrase, be the person you needed when you were younger, I can look at my life right now and immediately think of things that I would have needed as a kid that I have now learned and walked through that would have made my life so much easier at different points. I know that I'm probably preaching to the choir with this a little bit right now, most of you listening are, are probably wor- walking very closely with Jesus. And, um, you know, I actually do know the age breakdown of people that are listening to our podcast. And most of us are in our mid to late 20s or you're either in high school. I think those of us in our 20s are still 
of the mindset that we need to be poured into more or that we don't know enough or that we aren't qualified enough to step into the role of mentor. And I want to come right on in here and say that's not true. Imagine you were back in high school for a second. I know for me, if there was someone working in the theater industry or in a theater program in college or that loved the arts and knew as much as I did about the arts, that was also, most importantly, following Jesus, um, that knew me, knew the passions that God put inside of me, that would have made me feel so seen and also make me want to follow Jesus even more. I'm going to flip the script here for a second, too, for the high schoolers that are listening. If there's someone currently working in the industry or in a college program that you know is following Jesus and you want to know them and ask them questions, I encourage you to have the boldness to reach out to them and ask if you can set up a phone call and ask questions um, and get to know them. You may just find yourself a new friend, a new mentor. And with social media, this is so easy. Um, You know, I'll let you in on a little secret This is how we find people to come onto the podcast. A lot of this is just like cold calling, cold DMing people, sliding on in and asking them if they want to be a part of what we get to do here at Narrow Way to Broadway. So I encourage you to do the same. Of course, be respectful of boundaries. And also, sometimes I think we go towards like the celebrity person that's sitting in that spot. And I'm not saying don't do that, but there's probably people that are walking much closer to you. Um that have same amounts of wisdom and more perspective on situations that you might be walking into. So maybe reach out to those people. We're going to look at scripture, Psalm 145, 4, and it says, One generation shall commend your works to another, and you shall declare your mighty acts. It's our job as believers to look at the people ahead of us in their faith journey and to look behind us at the people coming, and glean wisdom from those ahead, and to pour out wisdom and encouragement to those that are coming. The church word for this process is discipleship. Discipleship is one of the hot topics in the church right now, and honestly, I am stoked about it. Discipleship has absolutely changed my life, and I know that it it can and it will do the same for you. Jesus gives us a unbelievable picture of what this looks like and what discipleship can look like for you. There's these three circles, this image, and I probably will post this on social media um, this week following this episode, but think of discipleship as three circles. Jesus first, first circle, spent time with God before he did anything else, before he went and he spoke in front of crowds, before he spent time with people, he spent time with the Father and let God pour into him. Next, second circle out, Jesus poured into a group, but this might not be the group that you'd initially think. The second circle of discipleship is a small group. Jesus chose three, Peter, James, and John. Honestly, we don't know why Jesus chose these three specifically, but we do know that each Peter, James, and John became massive players in carrying the gospel into the world after the resurrection of Jesus. The third circle we see is Jesus's community. This is the 12. This is the disciples and the community and the friendship between fellow believers that Jesus had that we see in scripture and that is essential for believers to grow in Christ. When it comes down to it, this is how the church and the gospel of Jesus Christ has spread to the world. 
This is the work that I believe Jesus is bringing us back to and inviting us into for the next chapter of church history. So, now that we've looked at the life of Jesus, we can apply this exact same structure to your own life. I encourage you to take some time today to write down a list of people that have discipled you and and also think about a list of people that you have maybe had the opportunity to disciple. Then, think about your life right now. Does your life look like this 1, 3, 12 structure, this three-circle structure? Lastly, as we're wrapping up our time together, I want to encourage you to not store up the wisdom that you have, that you have gained from others, that you have learned from your experience, whether it's in the industry, whether it's from Christ. Don't store it up and not share it with someone else that can use it. The kingdom of God is a kingdom of sacrifice and a kingdom of giving, a kingdom of passing things on. Life is about what we can pass on to one another. Maybe the sacrifice that Jesus is calling you into is a 30-minute, once-a-month mentoring conversation relationship with someone um, that could empower a younger believer or that could empower you right now, maybe someone that's walking ahead of you in life. I believe that this kind of 30, even just 30 minutes of sacrifice could absolutely change our industry. Um, Could you imagine a a young believer that has been mentored and discipled by um, an older brother and sister entering a college theater program as a resilient disciple of Jesus? Could you imagine a professional um, actor that's out auditioning, walking into Telsey or Pearl or whatever audition room you're walking into as a resilient disciple of Jesus. I fully believe that this is what we can do to make change in our corner of the world where Jesus has placed us and appointed us and help more people come to know him. I know I said that that was the last thing I was going to say, but one more thing's popped to mind and that's to show up for people. When you or given the opportunity to be mentored by someone, or if you are mentoring someone, show up for them. Don't just sit around and kind of say, oh, I don't really want to meet, or no, I can't really talk about this or that. Show up. Do the work. God will work through it, and I promise you that it will be encouraging to both you um, and the others that you are walking with. Let's pray. God, thank you for giving us all that we need in Scripture. Thank you for the expansive and and never-ending things that we can learn from it and for the tools that you've given us. For for example, this one that we're we're talking about today, this um, three-circle level of discipleship that we learn from Jesus' life. Um, I pray that you will imprint that that image on our hearts and let us look at our lives right now and see if that's what we're walking in. God, I thank you for the generations of saints that have carried your gospel to us so that we can, you know, even be here today and have confidence in our salvation and freely share it with other people. I pray right now, God, that you will connect mentors and mentees with one another And I pray for deeper levels of understanding and community between people of all ages within our industry and within the church. 
I pray that for those of us that really do have great community and great mentor relationships right now, that you will um, continue to build those up and continue to strengthen um, those binds that are that are holding those people together. Um, and also for those people that may not have that right now, I pray that you will send it, that you will simply send it, and that you will make it easy for them to find that community. We thank you, Lord, for all these things. We love you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen.